Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Joey. And I'm Jeremy. And this week, boy, do we got a lot for you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make a promise that we can't keep whenever the episode's only 20 minutes long. But uh, No, it's fine. We, we were rambling before we started this this recording about, I was, I went, I I derailed and started going through the things that I had listened to before we even actually started the podcast. So I think we'll probably be fine. Yeah, How was probably. your Fortnite, Joey? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty cool, pretty good. I was, I took all last week off work, so I'm recharged and refreshed as if I do so much work anyways, whenever <laughs> I'm at work. Hey, it's but, mental health, man. Mental health yeah, more than physical. Definitely. It was, breaks. it was a nice break. I haven't taken a full week other than whenever we moved into this house, whenever we had to renovate it and do all that stuff. I haven't taken a full week off since Borderlands 3 came out. <laughs> <laughs> what a time that was. <laughs> a week of well, rage. <laughs> that was, it was something. But uh, yeah, I've, I've, I'm, I'm doing all right this, this fortnight, I suppose. I feel like I've listened to a whole bunch, but I have very little written down on my notepad uh, for, for this week. But uh, we did, I guess, uh, and I guess we'll discuss this at the end of the episode, we did determine a new category for our face-off competition of of music we determined stop stomp pop i can't even say it stomp pop <laughs> it's, going it's to hard be, it was going to be the genre uh for the next matchup so at the end of this episode i think we'll go over our nominees that sounds that, good and then, and the next episode we will determine winners well jeremy winner, since you uh, apparently don't have a whole lot do you want to start <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, I feel like I have more than than I said I did, and by that okay. I mean I had things I didn't listen. So I guess we'll just start at the top. Last week, last episode, last fortnight, uh, I I declared I was going to listen to Adele's Thirty. Did you? Oh, I yeah. did. I did. I messaged you at at some point. You did. I listened to it once through on like the day after the last recording and I haven't <laughs> listened to it since. So I didn't give it necessarily a good thorough listening to, but I did listen to it and I enjoyed it. And I think it's good. I should say, I know it's good, but it, I don't know. There's, there's some vibes in it that I wasn't a fan of. And it's just, this is a personal issue with me is that a lot of like poppy R and B stuff kind of rubs me the wrong way yeah just the vibe of it it doesn't it doesn't mesh mesh well with me so like i did like some of the songs on 30 a lot but other ones kind of felt like just kind of generic r&b for me and I'm, I'm not into that i feel that i can see that i have a soft spot for adele so i feel like i can't be yeah uh, objective Adele's good whatever yeah adele is objectively good she's a great <laughs> songwriter great singer so it's just not it's not my cup of tea as, there you go. Because the she's British. Like to drink. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. I was too yeah. lazy to find. Um. Well, I guess I'll uh, I'll write in another chapter of my Dollar Tree adventures because uh, we Ooh. we did go to Dollar Tree to look for some cheap fun. Christmas decorations, and I was looking through their their giant basket of CDs in there, and I found one that stuck out to me. And it was a band called Lifetime. It was a self-titled album by them. And the cover art just looked kind of like abstract. It was just a bunch of like colors and shit. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll look this up. And I got in the car and turned it on. And within the first song, it was like 
So um, imagine like a, a typical pop punk, but like with hardcore that you would hear on like a Tony Hawk soundtrack. It yeah. was kind of like that. Like the band that I likened it to was Strike Anywhere it, with, with this kind of just like all over the place beat like black not i'm not blast beats because it's not like metal but it's like that style right. where it's like a little bit off tempo and kind of yeah. like four on the floor kind of just going yeah forward. and uh Alyssa was immediately like this is awful i hate this <laughs> <laughs> but that's the style of music that i used to be so into back in like middle school and early high school so it like it hit a spot for me so i went home and i listened to the whole album and i liked it a lot and i'm going to be checking out more by this lifetime band so uh, I don't feel oh, bad yeah. about not buying the album and just looking it up online because I feel that like that was going to be my question. <laughs> I feel like because now Dollar Tree everything's a dollar twenty five because inflation. Sure, and uh, they're not going to get any money off of their CD selling at Dollar That's Tree fair. anyways. That's so fair. if I stream them on Spotify, they're going to get at least a penny if I listen to their whole album. <laughs> like, yeah, so they'll get something out of it versus nothing. I think, I think that's fair. On a similar note to window shopping for albums i i actually had this in my library in my my backlog uh last episode it was one of the albums that i that i added and i hadn't gotten a chance to listen to i got a chance to listen to it the album art caught my eye and this is the one that i sent you a picture of just before um it's frankie cosmos's inner world piece i knew nothing about frankie cosmos um but i saw the album art. i was like that's that's aesthetically pleasing to me, there's a lot going on in it, but it's also very simple and very clean, very colorful. So it caught my eye and I listened to it and I really, really enjoy it. Frankie Cosmos is like a female singer songwriter. I think, I guess there's a whole band involved. Um, I don't want to sell them short or anything, but it's kind of this like chill indie rock vibe. Um, kind of somewhere between like older metric stuff and like beach bunny in some ways. And it also kind of had similar vibes to, the uh, deep goth post-punk album Ooh. that I recommended um, that I can't think of the name of. I'm Theoretical sure Girl? Theoretical Girl. Yep, that's it. Um, so very similar vibes to that in some ways. It's just kind of this this chilled, chilled out indie rock. It was very good. I, I would recommend the album. If you don't want to listen to the full album, at least listen to After Shook. It's the second track on the album. Um, so I think that's a good, good a strong single for that album. Well, hell yeah. Okay. I'm always looking out for new stuff that's indie sounding and saying Bad Bunny. My ears immediately perk up. So Beach Bunny, not Bad Beach Bunny. Beach Bunny. Oh, my so, God. Did no. I say Bad Bunny? No, you said Beach Bunny. But earlier, uh, my daughter and her friend were playing a game in which the villain was a Bad Bunny. And the whole <laughs> I time, I wanted to make a reference to Bad Bunny, the musical artist. Right, but but a six and a seven year old aren't going to understand who that is. Right, so I I had Bad Bunny on the brain, but Beach Bunny, yeah, Be- Beach Bunny, yeah, more more indie rock, less you know he he does like uh Latin kind of like rap, right? Yeah, like Latin dance, whatever that thing is. I don't I don't know what that style of music is called. <laughs> yeah, me either, man. We're so ignorant. How dare we talk about music? <laughs> well, so you posted some this in Discord. You also posted another album in Discord this week. I did. That that I we both listened to the whole thing because you were like, holy shit, dude. This album. I stu- yeah, I stumbled onto Cave Town. Hell I'm yeah. assuming this is what you're referring to. Yeah, it is. Uh, Cave Town's new album, Worm Food. I had never heard of the band. 
Um, and I'm going to be real honest with you. I didn't listen to that album a whole lot. I, I had very strong feelings as okay. I was listening through it for the first time, but I never went back to it. And I think this is just the way I've listened to music the past couple of weeks is that I haven't really like lingered on anything. I've just kind of been bouncing around a lot. Frankie Cosmos Inner World Peace, I have listened to several times in the past fortnight, but I think that is an exception. I don't think there's any other album that I've listened to more than once in the, in the past fortnight. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed the vibes of it. Uh, the the Worm Food album, it kind of caught my eye because of the features. There are yeah. three tracks that feature artists, one of which features Pierce the Veil, which I'm not like a big fan of Pierce the Veil, but I've heard of them. And I know, I know they're kind of like the, on the whinier end of like the screamo yeah. kind of uh, stuff. But then they also feature uh, Biba Doobie. Biba Doobie? Biba Doobie? I think it's Biba Doobie. Um, yeah, who's Baba like a chilled out kind of folksy like girl on a guitar kind of music. I was like, that's a very like, that's a wide range that they're covering just with yeah. those two features. So I wanted to check it out. Um, very good album. I think I, I know I really enjoyed it when I listened to it, but I can't think of anything specific about it right now because oh, I man. listened to it for two weeks almost. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because I, it must've been like a year ago or something. Alyssa just started putting on, cave town like i guess it was one of his very early albums or songs or something and this guy started making music like super young like extremely young so young that uh his voice had not changed yet when he originally started singing to the point where Alyssa heard it and was like i guess originally thought it was a girl and then found out it was a guy and uh, sure. she just like fell in love with that voice, and then his voice changed. And I think yeah. <laughs> Sleepyhead was his album that came out after his voice changed. She was like, "I like his old voice better." I'm like, well, he can't really control is. that now, can he? <laughs> but <laughs> That's the way it is, man. But I, while I do agree that I like his old stuff more, I feel like he found his 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 better use for his new voice, his mm-hmm. real voice in this album even though Sleepyhead went fucking giant. Like that was like his breakout album. Interesting. But I, I do want to check. I want to re-listen to that album because I had such a strong reaction to it. Um, which it's weird for me to just drop an album like that after having such a positive response yeah. to it. But I, I do want to check that out. I don't, I do want to check his older stuff. I think Alyssa texted me about cave town and I never responded. I feel like I was just in a I was in a weird headspace when she texted me, and it was one of those yeah. things like I'll, I'll respond later, and then I never did. So I kind of oh, yeah. feel bad about that, but I do want to check out the rest of Cave Town's discography at some point. So, no, she has not stopped talking about the fact this week that you didn't text her back. That's just <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's very upset. So, what's your next thing? Do you have a next thing? Oh, I do. I have okay. a couple. Oh shit! Uh, okay, so I, I have more than I have written down. I guess. Because so far we have discussed... Oh, I guess it's two. It's, a, we, it's about half of my list. I did also listen... To, this is something that I'll probably pass the ball to you. I did listen to some of Joji's new album. Okay, cool. Smith, Smithereens, which I'm yeah. assuming you have on your list. That was my next thing that I was going to yeah. talk about. <laughs> so I, I did listen to it a little bit. I, I don't know if I... It's just not the right vibe for me. Again, yeah. it felt... Not necessarily similar to Adele's album, but I think I kind of hit hit a similar wall with it, where it just like 
it's not really my style of, of music that I was enjoying. There's nothing particularly bad about it. I just, it's not something that I was wanting to listen to, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I gotta say, I kind of agree with you. I do. I like it very much. And glimpse of us. I like it. It's a nice soft ballad. Um, Die for you. The third track on the album. Cause it's actually like a two part album, I guess, where the first five songs are like the album. And then the next five songs are like that. The ones that are all capitalized. Like that's how they, he wrote the, the titles that's i guess demos or unreleased other stuff or something but die for you the third track on the album dude it's 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 my fucking jam but this one is a lot more it feels a lot more r&b smooth focused than like nectar when i first heard nectar it was like bassy it was really like dark and moody and this is it's moody but it's it's not dark and that's kind of really I really want to try listening to Nectar again because I think I, I know you praised it on the podcast when it came out, um, and obviously we did an episode on Joji uh, for "Slow Dancing in the Dark." Was it the it name was, of the, the? It was the huge song, uh, but it was Ballads One was the name. Ballads of it. One. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, so like I liked Ballads One, and I think it's grown fonder over time for me. Um, I haven't revisited a whole lot, but it, it's come up every now and then. And I, I think fondly on that. Uh, album and experience but then like nectar came out and you really really dug it and i don't know if i ever gave it like time to sit down and listen to it i think i maybe threw it on as background noise at some point but never really like focused on it um and so i feel like there's this gap in the transition between ballads one and smithereens which is the new album yeah where it's just like it, it doesn't feel the same in a lot of ways even though it is still joji so i think that kind of set it up to fail, I guess, in some aspect from yeah. that it's like, it's so different from what I was expecting. And also it's kind of a, a bit more on the smoother R and B side. So it's just kind of a negative thing. So, so maybe Nectar is a good uh, linking album for me. It is because Nectar, it, while it is moody and dark, it is, it is smoother than ballads one. So it's kind of like this midway point, but I feel like he hit it with Nectar and to go further it ta- it just takes away from Before. like the yeah it takes away from the edge or whatever that it had. But interesting. So so, do you think Nectar is his best album, or is That's, it your favorite of his albums? I should say. It's at least the one that I had the most immediate visceral connection with because I definitely still find myself like I go back to ballads when I was listening to, like, come through and uh, see you in California, whatever the last sure. fucking track of ballads <laughs> one was i was jamming out to that the other day in the car but nectar like i can immediately turn it on and just be like fuck yes this is the vibe <laughs> this is it this is the vibe that's cool speaking of vibes there is another band and this is the last one i have on my list oh that's not true oh. Uh, oh. i have another one after this uh that it's actually earlier in my list that i skipped over but uh crosses chino chino moreno's um, kind of weird goth electronic project, his side yeah. project, um, crosses, which is not spelled out crosses. It is, but it isn't. He uses the symbol of a cross as it's like three of, of those as his title, but he also puts in parentheses crosses. Anyways, um, <laughs> they released a new single in the past fortnight called Vivian. Um, and I didn't listen to it initially. It took me a couple days to get around to it. 
and I listen to it and it's good and I listen to it and it's good and I listen to it more and it, it, it's, it's a song that kind of it, it kind of kept me up so I kind of like went back over some of their newer releases they've they only have one album and it came out a few years ago um, I think I actually don't know what year it came out but since that album they haven't released a new body of work um, pulling it up right now I'm not pulling it up it's not there but oh they've released God. singles. They've released a couple of singles. I tried pulling it up, but it's just not showing up for me. But they've released a few singles since like 2020, essentially. And so there's not a lot of new music. There's like five to six new tracks out, but there's not like an EP. There's not an album. They've just been releasing kind of trickling singles as they get made, I guess. Um, so I've, I've been like shuffling the, the newer ones. And it's, it's so good. Man, Chino, Chino's voice is so distinct. And the vibe that he captures with crosses is just so phenomenal. I mean, Deftones too, obviously, yeah. but like crosses is, it's something like, so like specific and special and niche. And like, uh, they did a cover of goodbye horses as well as that's one of the newer singles that they did, which was like a bigger song, like the eighties. Um, but I'm not totally crazy about the song, but their cover of it, there's just, I don't know. It's just good. Everything Chino touches just turns to gold. Yeah, his voice is just like, and the way he uses his voice too, yeah. like he's not afraid to like do do this wavy thing where he kind of goes out of the key and then back in, yeah. and it, like it just sounds so like weird and creepy, and it's just it's beautiful, it's fucking it beautiful. Also, that Crosses album came out in twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a while, and I think recently, I think in the last week or so, they said that they were going to be releasing an EP or a collection. They've been very vague and non-committal, I think with what they're going to going to call it, but it's going to have most of the singles that they released, I think over the past uh, year or two kind of in, in one, one place as well as I think a few other songs. Well, fuck. Yeah. I'm all about new Chino. That's a, uh, that's super cool. And uh, in the spirit of new. I'm back. Cool. I think it was on my end. Really? Okay. Um, Zencaster popped up a message saying that I was disconnected from it, and then it just reconnected it. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. But anyways, uh, as I was saying, um, I think within the last week or so, Crosses announced that they they're that they were going to be releasing a body of work, a like an EP or or I don't think they're calling it an album. I don't think they're calling it an EP. There's like a collection of songs. That's going to have the more recent singles on it, as well as some like additional songs on that. So looking forward to that. That should be choice. Hell yeah. Speaking of new singles by vocalists and or bands that we love, dude, fucking Pile dropped a new single. Oh, yeah. Uh, Loops is the name of it. And I got to say, I'm fucking amped about this. I haven't new listened to it yet. Dude, I, f- I feel a little bad. 
because I know I know like obviously you love love Pile, but like I really enjoyed what what I've heard of Pile and like it, it's such a specific vibe. And I knew the single like I'm subscribed to their newsletter. I get emails when they drop new shit. Um, and I saw it happen, and then I I let you know, and then I just never actually listened to it myself. Yeah, it was weird because I was just like. I don't know. I always like try to put on pile in the car whenever it's just me and Alyssa. And she, she is like mild on pile. She's she like, tolerates. yeah, like a few songs she likes, but so every once in a while I'll just throw it on. Cause I'm like, I really want to fucking listen to some pile right now. And I looked up their Spotify and there was a new single like that had dropped like two hours before that. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, <laughs> so I put it on and, uh, like I fucking super dig it. Yeah. It, but I feel like that, like I'm going to like any, literally anything they put out. Um, <laughs> but this is, it's nice to hear after, I guess two years or whatever without really some new pile. I mean, I know they put out the, the corners of a sphere filled. Yeah. I can't fucking yeah, remember yeah. the exact name, the, the improvis improvisational album that they put out. Um, and then, of course, Rick. It was mainly just Rick. I think it was actually only just Rick who put out a uh, songs known together alone under the pile right. name, which I fucking love that album. Um, but there hasn't really been any new stuff with just the entire band as like a full song. And this coming back to that hearing, cause it's not like it, they go right back into it. They're like, it hits hard. The drum beat is like intense constantly driving forward like the chorus has not left my head he's got the super filtered vocals that like he's screaming at parts again so it's just nice to hear that yeah. again and while it's not my favorite pile song of all time it's, it's good to be back <laughs> it's definitely just good to be back and it's got me super excited for the new album because i've been wondering rick uh they were originally based out of boston and i think the rest of the band is still in boston but rick moved to nashville and then did all of the super spacey reverby stuff with songs known together alone. And I was just wondering how that would potentially affect the band sound, but it's, they still have it. They're moving forward because it doesn't really sound like anything that they've put out before. But then at the end of the track, they kind of get in some of that reverby spacey slow. So it makes me excited that potentially the new album is going to have a wide array of sounds and new sounds. So hell yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check out the single and I'm probably going to check out the album as well. Like, cause I think it's scheduled for like February. I think yeah. February is going to be a packed month next year. Cause I think I'm pretty sure the new Paramore album's dropping there. And I feel oh. like there was another bigger one that's going to be happening in February next year. Uh, it's kind of nice to be in this season where like everyone's starting to announce next year's plans. Hell it's yeah. Exciting. Um, you, you reminded me of something that I wanted to talk about that I had listened to when you, when you mentioned singles from a band that we both love. Um, and that is Mastodon's cold dark place. Yeah. I went, I recently revisited that EP. It's like four songs mm -hmm. and I think it was mostly written by Brent Hines, but God, it is so like good. It is just good. Hell yeah. I mean, obviously we can say that about any Mastodon album, but like cold dark place captures such a specific vibe that a lot of Mastodon's music doesn't. And yeah. every song on that EP is just like just a hit every song. So that, that was a nice revisit. The other thing that was on my list is a new discovery this week was a band called he is legend. 
um, they released an album called Endless Hallway, and I don't know that I want to necessarily recommend this album. Probably not. Well, maybe to you. I think you might find some enjoyment. But the way I would describe this album is that it's kind of like a heavier, genty kind of metalcore sound, but the vocalist is heavily inspired by James Hetfield. Oh my so, god! So it's kind of like this, just really heavy Metallica kind of sound, and it's it's very interesting. I don't think I listened to the full album, but I I picked it up and I, I listened to like the first half of it at least. I was like, this is this is really fun and interesting, and not something that I've heard done before. So uh, he is legend is the name of that band. You check check them out if you're into into some good Hetfield <laughs> vocals. I mean, once upon a time, I was super into Metallica. Even I wasn't even one of those people who was like, "Oh, fuel and refuel and Saint Anger." Fuck, <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's not Metallica. Like I still like yeah. those. So I, I was totally into Metallica circa 2010 or and before whatever. Um, I still haven't heard Hardwired to Self Destruct in, in in its entirety. So it's pretty good, yeah. I think. But I'm not, I'm not too picky again. With, with, I don't like Saint Anger. But you know, hardwired to self-destruct. I think got a lot of hate that it didn't. Yeah. It didn't need. Well, is it that wraps, is it that wraps my list? So okay. yeah, I, I, th- I yeah. think if you're ready, I'm ready. To, oh my to god! Go out our stomp pop nominees. I'll let you go first. Okay. Well, I have a few runners up as I am want to do recently sure. with with our things. Um, my first runner up is a band called Josh and Mare. Um, the album that I listened to was called Planet Music, and it sounds really cool. It's indie folksy, which I feel like kind of like they had the stomp stuff that like not that they sounded like Mumford and Sons, but like you know the stompy yeah. like whatever folky type stuff. They had a bit of that in there, but I don't know if I would necessarily consider it stomp pop, which is why I didn't pick it. But sure. I really liked the album. Um, I really like the song Where Are You because it's like it's slower, and this is one of the songs that made me realize like I don't. I don't consider this stomp pop, but um, also like there was a song called morning Eden Mars and it had this really cool, like bouncy electro bass line and the singing almost reminded me of Tom York from Radiohead. So that was, it was pretty cool. It was nice. Um, yeah. Then I found a band called 10 bears. Cause I'll just go ahead and disclose. I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. So apparently the website, I guess that we, that we use to, um, like pick these genres they make a spotify playlist for some of the genres and this was one of them so i just kind of went down it and i listened there's like a hundred songs on there from different a hundred different bands and just listened to all of them and whatever caught my ear caught my ear but this right. band called 10 bears i was so fucking hyped whenever i heard their song dust and gold that was on here because it's like I would not at all consider it stomp pop in any way. Cause it was like super electro, like dancey, like going yeah. fucking, it was a banger. I would classify it as a certified banger, but um, I couldn't pick them in good faith because they only had three songs. It, they had three singles. So I was like, I'm, I can't just recommend three songs, but man, dust and gold by 10 bears was a fucking bop. And I would recommend it. If you ever want to listen to something that's really cool. Hell yeah. Third runner so, up. Well, no, you go. <laughs> no, I was, I was going to ask if this brings us to the thing, but you got another runner up. No, I, I have a third one. And then we have the thing. I'll go through my <laughs> third runner up really quickly because I found a lot of shit that I liked and I could have made like a list of 10 bands that I yeah. liked from this playlist. But, um, 
this band was called We All Have Hooks for Hands, and the album was The Pretender. Um, it was just like it sounded super piratey, but also I know you would hate the voice because it reminded me of like the DIY folk punk type voice where this guy he was you could just tell it was like a dude singing. Yeah, but um, it just it it reminded me of a lot of like the folk punk that I really like. So it was nice, which yeah. now brings me to my pick. The band is called Pyramids, but it's spelled with two Y's. And the album was Brightest, Darkest Day. This was by far the most experimental album that I heard out of all the ones that I listened to. And um, I would I would definitely classify it, at, at least some of the songs, as stomp pop, but very spacey, very experimental. And yeah. um, there was just like so many ethereal so- sounds out of the album. And I just, I really enjoyed it from front to back. Like there was not a song on there that I didn't like the vocalist had this great, like soft, almost haunting voice. And, um, they're the really big song off of that album that I think it had like a hundred thousand listens where the rest were kind of hovering around like 30 to 50. Maybe, um, the song was called don't go. And I totally see why it was the biggest song. Like the drum beat was really like warpy and warbly. It had these like beep boopy sounds in it. And man, it just, it took me for a fucking ride. And hell yeah. I, I just really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this whole genre. It was great. <laughs> it's so interesting that that was your takeaway from this. Um, maybe I slacked a little bit, a lot of bit on this because I love procrastinating and that's just how I do. But I hated a lot of what I heard from, from stomp pop. List. Oh, I was really upset. Cause I mean, like obviously you got the big ones that I saw like a wall nation. I'm a fan of a wall nation. Yeah. But then there was like Imagine Dragons, which I cannot stand listening oh, to Imagine God. Dragons yeah. and things like that. And um, I did see the the playlist that you used. And I think it's interesting that like you had four, you picked four artists from that mm-hmm. list to share. Uh, I picked two that I think were both on that list. If not, um, there was another like Spotify playlist, I think, that, that was like Stomp Pop. Um, stuff and then I did some googling but a lot of the stuff I listened to I just wasn't into um, a lot of it kind of felt just like generic and boring but yeah. there were two standouts to me one of which at least the ones I of the ones I listened to two of them stood out one of which I, I've dubbed a Joey pick which is not my nominee <laughs> but I think it's something that you might enjoy uh, yeah. within, within the genre and it is a band called Aqueduct Oh, the, yeah. the the album is I sold gold and the the vocalist I don't know I'm kind of torn on it I don't I don't dislike it necessarily it is definitely a Joey pick for me just because of the vocals uh, a lot of times it kind of has that kind of bedroom just just a dude singing yeah he, he doesn't sing very great he doesn't like have like a, a good control over his tone or anything like that but it kind of works in a lot of it some of the songs are are worse than others but I thought it was worth mentioning as, as something that you might uh, look into if you didn't stumble upon it uh, during this fortnight. And I also think it was funny that you mentioned 10 bears, dust and gold uh, or 10 bears as a potential, but you didn't want to pick them because there were only like three individual singers <laughs> because my, my pick was bear cavalry. Oh, okay. I don't know if they're related, but it was a very <laughs> close coincidence. And the they only have one EP that I'm aware of from Be- Be- Bear Cavalry named Pur- Pur- Purius. 
I don't know how it's pronounced. It's P-U-R-Y-S-S, uh, but it's four songs. It's just a four-song EP. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, yeah, totally can't pick a three three single band like Ted Bears. And here I am with a four a four song EP from hey, man. Cavalry. Four is more than three. <laughs> it is. It is statistically one more. Twenty five percent or thirty three percent. I don't know how percentage. It's a thirty three percent increase. Yeah, from, from three songs. But uh, yeah, it's a twenty twelve EP. The album art caught my eye. It's kind of a cool, cool album art. Um, so, so that is my rec. It's. I feel like I've kind of cheated, but also not because it was it was on both of the Stomp Pop uh, playlists that I looked at. So I, I guess people consider it stomp pop, but I think I would put it more in like a prog, like a kind of like a an indie progressive rock kind of thing, which I guess is a weird genre. To yeah. With. But but some of it does kind of have that, that good the good stop to it. So yeah. I, I think I think it's fair to pick, but it might might be better applied in other genres. Yeah, this genre was a little weird because of how broad it was like a lot of the results were all over the place yeah like and like you said listening to a hundred of the songs back to back while i did like a lot it was mainly because there was a lot of variety but there were so many bands like that sounded like your typical band from 2007 in there where it was like okay this might as well be wallpaper but (laughs) whoever this person is that's running this this account that makes these uh these playlists I, I very much commend them and they must have a wide knowledge of music or I yeah, don't know. To find, find all these bands even. Yeah. Because again, this, this band has one EP from 2012. I don't think they have any other music, at least not on. Hold on. Now I'm contradicting. Oh, there's a bonus track apparently for this. EP oh my God. <laughs> that is not included. Okay. So there's a fifth track. So I'm, I'm safe. I think I'm go. safe. Five, five tracks. tracks for sure. I think that's. I think there was only five tracks on Dead Dogs and Sad Songs. So yeah. So so we're in there. We're safe. I have not listened to this bonus track. I cannot speak to its <laughs> greatness or stomp poppiness. But uh, yeah, that's that's my my pick. So check out Pyramids' Brightest Darkest Day uh, as Joey's entrant. Check out Bear Cavalry's Perius Perius. I don't know how to, I don't know how this thing's supposed to be said. I'm not gonna know next week or next episode either. That's so fine. I guess if you know, drop a comment, send us a message. If you don't know, also feel free to drop comments and, and messages and stuff. Let us know if you guys have been listening to Stomp Pop or what you would consider Stomp Pop. Yeah. Or if you have any, any thoughts on anything that we discuss at any point. Or just you just want to share some music. That's that's ultimately what we're here for, is just discovering new music and having fun doing i would so. love it if people would just like send us a bunch of wrecks because then yeah. i wouldn't have to get fucking like choice anxiety every time i open up spotify and then end up just listening to the same five albums every day it, it would make my life a lot easier because as mentioned i procrastinate on all of these competitions and i don't listen to the genre until you know a few days before our recording session so you know next time we announce a category you guys better be dropping some comments Sending me some DMs for recommendations. Quit slacking, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people that aren't me. Quit slacking. How dare you? I don't know. This episode's gone on long because we yeah. said it wouldn't go on long. That's just the nature of things, and I kept adding shit. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything else that needs to be said at this. Point. Other, 
other than other than <laughs> stay in stay our feedback, in our feedback. <laughs> bye bye <laughs>